Welcome! You are listening to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast, where you'll hear fun, relaxed, and inspirational interviews with people who are really living the dream. I'm Dawn Fleming, an attorney-turned-alchemist and your host for the show, coming to you from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. This show was created for courageous souls willing to step out of their comfort zone and design a new way of life. You'll gain inspired midlife wisdom from those who have done it as we share experiences, strategies, and offer practical steps you can take to redesign your life overseas. Listen, and you'll believe if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Welcome to our episode on four proven strategies to create purpose and meaning overseas. This is part one of a four-part series on this topic. And I'm going to talk about implementing strategies that have been scientifically proven to increase your level of happiness. Increasing your happiness will empower you to create deeper and longer lasting purpose and meaning in your life. While that is certainly important no matter where you live, It's a crucial skill as you create and build your new life overseas. So our topic is creating more purpose and meaning. And I do mean creating it and not finding it. There's a difference. You're not likely to just stumble across and find purpose and meaning serendipitously. So what's the goal? Happiness, right? Think Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Those were our inalienable rights. Now, is this only a USA or Western culture concept? No, of course not, right? People have been searching for happiness for globally for millennia. But we do know happy individuals are more likely to flourish both internally and externally. But what is it? For me, happiness is the joy we feel in achieving our true potential. It's living our best life. It's a feeling. Finding our purpose and meaning is a feeling. So I want to talk briefly about the history of positive psychology. Because until a few decades ago, mental health researchers were almost solely focused on studying pathology rather than on positive mental health. They may have in part resisted due to ethical issues about whether researchers should really be telling people how they should live their lives in order to maximize their potential for happiness. Some think it was also due to some scientific pessimism in connection with whether it's even possible for us as humans to actually create sustained increased levels of happiness. But is such a change possible? What if instead of studying the negative in human pathology, pathologies, right, we studied positive? What if instead of studying those who were below average, we studied happy people to help average people flourish 
and live happier lives. Well, in 1998, there was a negative to positive ratio of 17 to 1 in psychology research. Think about that for a moment. For every one positive research project, there were 17 negative psychology studies into pathologies. Dr. Martin Seligman, who was president of the American Psychological Association at the time, and is now known as the father of positive psychology, announced that finally the time had come to shift away from focusing solely on the negative aspects of being human. So over the past 25 years, there's been an explosion of research in the area of positive psychology. And that's exciting. Sadly, most PhD research papers are only read by about a handful of people. Much of this groundbreaking research is totally ignored by the media, governments, companies, and individuals. As a result, most people, even today, are ignorant of the compelling research into neuroplasticity, the idea that you can change your brain based on how you live. Way back in the 1970s, the Dalai Lama said we could change our brains by thought alone. Western scientists scoffed at this notion. Once deemed impossible by scientists, we now know as fact that we can change our brains. And this is very exciting, but how? Tom and I were blessed to have received training in this area and discovered these truths over a decade ago. To be sure, this knowledge is what helped us recover from financial devastation and ultimately helped us create and claim our dream life. As we close out our third quarter theme of creating purpose and meaning, I was called to share some of the practical tools that we've used to change our brains and thereby increase our level of happiness and to live our best lives. Now, conventional wisdom has led us to believe that if we can only become more successful, then we can finally be happy. Anybody relate? As it turns out, that formula is completely backward. Studies show that we are more creative, productive, resilient, motivated, and energized when we are happy, which fuels our success. So first, we have to learn how to be happy where you are now. That is what will lead to your success. So for the next four weeks or episodes, I will focus on the important daily habits you can implement to create more happiness and thereby also create deeper purpose and meaning in your life. I think you'll agree, our world needs more happy people. And I'm committed to do my part by sharing the habits and behaviors that we've used. We'll be back in a moment. Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. 
Castellito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world. With an ocean view of crystal clear turquoise waters overlooking both the Caribbean and Cancun city skyline, we offer a fabulous location for you to enjoy all the peace and tranquility you're looking for on vacation, while also taking in all the excitement the island has to offer, with activities either in walking distance or a golf cart day excursion away. Please visit castellitocaribe.com www.castellitocaribe.com We look forward to seeing you soon. Is it time to go? Are you starving for adventure and new experiences? Ready to lower your living costs and upgrade your quality of life? Do you long for the freedom to live anywhere and earn in paradise? You can live a happier, healthier, and more joyful life. Don't know where to start? Join us for our free workshop to plan your overseas beta test. You'll walk away with a step-by-step plan to turn pie-in-the-sky dreams into your pinch-me-is-this-real reality and create a life you never need a vacation from. We'll help you plan and execute your perfect exit. Register at paradiseroadmap.com. Welcome back to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and we invite you to subscribe if you like what you hear. Don't be fooled by the seeming simplicity of some of these activities. Now, I didn't come up with these actions. They are proven to work, and I'll provide you with some summaries of the studies that back them up. Are you ready? As I discussed in my book, Claim Your Dream Life, our brains are wired to look for the negative. And that's just because from an evolutionary standpoint, to survive as a species, we had to constantly scan for threats. And our limbic brain still performs that function. But that habit doesn't always serve us in our modern world. We can train our brains to scan for the positive instead. How do we do it? Robert Emmons has invested three decades of his life to understanding the science of how we can boost our well-being. He's conducted groundbreaking research on the power of gratitude. And science has shown that regular grateful thinking can boost your happiness by as much as 25%. By forming a habit of utilizing a gratitude journal for as little as three weeks, you can have more energy, boost your immune system, improve your physical health, lower your blood pressure, increase your heart health, and sleep better, all without taking any pills. Emmons writes that, quote, practicing gratitude magnifies positive feelings more than it reduces negative feelings, unquote. To be sure, what you focus on grows. And I'm going to talk about that more in a subsequent episode. 
but how exactly does a gratitude practice improve our mental well-being? It turns out that as humans, we are naturally more cognitively aware of our headwinds, the barriers we face, than our tailwinds, which is the benefits we receive. If we start paying more attention to our tailwinds, research has shown that we can amplify our feelings of happiness, optimism, and other positive emotions. Nancy Davis Coe, author of the book, The Thank You Project, Cultivating Happiness, One Letter of Gratitude at a Time, says, quote, strengthening your positive recall bias makes it easier to see the good things around you even when times are dark, unquote. The great news is that our results can be long-lasting. Three good things. One study included nearly 300 adults who sought counseling services at a university. They were divided into two groups. One group wrote one letter of gratitude each week for three weeks. The other group did not. The letter writing group reported significantly better mental health immediately after the three weeks and even at 12 weeks after the last letter. Another study focused on a practice of writing gratitudes known as three good things and found that people who wrote down three things that had gone well during their day and the causes of those three things were significantly happier and less depressed, even six months after the study had ended. So implementing a practice of gratitude can shift our perspective from focusing on the negative to one that amplifies the goodness in our lives. Over time, it empowers us to see a bigger picture, neutralize negativity, and navigate adversity to become more resilient. How do I start, you ask? It's actually very simple to start. I challenge you to continue the habit for at least three weeks because it takes 21 days to form a new habit. Every night before you go to bed, write down three things that you're grateful for. These can be the three good things that happened to you that day and their causes, just like the study I mentioned. I do encourage you to come up with three different things each day and not repeat those you've already written down because that's how you train your brain. What will happen, you will see, is that your brain will start to look for things to be grateful for all through the course of your day in order to help you recall them before you go to bed. I'd love to hear your feedback. This episode of the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in. Did you love this episode of the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast? Then please subscribe to our show and leave us a nice review. It's very much appreciated. We also invite you to become part of our Overseas Life Redesign community on Circle, where you can join us live for these broadcasts. 
visit opats.com, that's O-P-A-T-S.com for details. Thank you for listening. <laughs>